Welcome to the 44th episode of Delica, a podcast between two friends about the latest in society, politics, and feminism in Indonesia and the world. I'm Stephanie Tangkilisan. And I'm Sweden Lee. And this week, uh, we have a very special guest, Carrie Nabasaria. The lead organizer of the Women's March in Jakarta this year. My bestie, actually. I'm actually not on this episode this week because Sweden had this conversation with her in Jakarta. And um, I'm very jealous about that. I was personally really sad that it couldn't be in this year's Women's March because last year I had a hand in organizing that and this year Women's March came back bigger, stronger and a lot more present in all cities across Indonesia. Mm-hmm. We talked about the growth of the march since last year, not only in its size but also in its reach, especially reaching out to the younger Indonesian citizens and empowering them to not only support this movement online but also go offline and participate in actions like this march to really show the government as well as conservative forces that there is a sizable group of people willing to come out and fight for women's rights and fight for equality. As part of this episode, we're also going to be featuring sound bites from the march itself, including chants as well as an excerpt from a speech made by Saras Dewi, a lecturer from the University of Indonesia, and an excerpt of a poem read by Hanal Rashid, a well-known Indonesian actress. For our listeners, many, many apologies. I take sole responsibility for this, for the bad audio quality. Um, we were recording in a a fairly loud cafe and unfortunately there were people near us that were talking and at least Carrie sounds good, right? <laughs> but please bear with us because this is a really important conversation about not just what happened in Women's March but also the importance of having Women's March Jakarta and how it also spread Women's March across Indonesia and just the importance of getting out there and doing what you can and showing support. So without further ado, here's to it. My name is Carrie Nabasaria. I happen to be an old friend of both Steph and Swadian. So old. So old. We've known each other from primary school? Primary school, like, with you, but um, secondary school with Steph. Still, like, 10 years. It's more than 10 years. Oh I've known God. you guys for 15 years. Well, you for 15 years, but Steph, like, 13 or 14. Uh, 12. Carrie is the lead organizer of the Women's March. Um, for this March. year. For this year. For our listeners who don't know the Women's March in Jakarta, can you talk a little bit about what it's about and you know, what it's fighting for? 
Well, I assume those who's listening to Dialogica knows what Women's March is all about. I, I hope, hope so, too. <laughs> I hope so, because I don't know what the hell you guys are doing here. Um, but anyways, so as you know, um, Global Women's March started in Washington, D.C. as a reaction to the Trump fiasco. So there's a lot of different chapters all around the world, and the Jakarta one started last year as well, just as the others are. And last year, we drew about a crowd of like more than 800 Mm-hmm. Um, which is a lot more than we expected because um, yeah. people didn't really know about women's march as they did, you know, in the states, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was amazing. So this year is just our second, and we did it last Saturday, and we drew a crowd of about sixteen hundred people. We want to say it's probably close to two thousand when we were marching, which is like amazing. It was yeah. definitely like quadruple the amount of people that we expected. Mm-hmm. And from the photos itself, it looks like it's a much bigger crowd. Yeah. Many more signs and a much more sort of like varied and diverse yeah. kind of people gathering for this. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's because our theme is also very set. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've always said that last year was more of an introduction to a new kind of woman activism or feminist activism in Indonesia. Yeah. Especially the youth and um, non-senior activists. Mm -hmm. So this year, it's all about us actually legitimizing our position. Hey, we're here and we're always going to be here for the next years to come as long as injustice is there. Our theme this year is gender-based violence. And I felt like with having an overarching theme, it's easy to draw different organizations who work in different fields of gender-based violence to come together and have this as a platform to sound out their issues. Mm-hmm. You participated in last year's March, right? Yes, I did. How have you seen a change from last year where it was the inaugural March? People were still unfamiliar with the idea of this kind of protest for women's rights, as opposed to this year where there's more than twice the number of people and people might be more comfortable with coming out and standing in solidarity. Um, the difference I felt like it was definitely not just the circle of like our circle of activists Mm -hmm. and people who care about women's issues it definitely drew more sort of mass attention Mm -hmm. because we've been drawing a lot of media attention actually definitely this year more Um, than last year i felt like it was more than last year Mm -hmm. i mean you know obviously we're covered by you know major publications like Compass and um, Jakarta Globe and stuff but I felt like they were more interested in what we had to say rather than like oh look at this bunch of women and gathering a bunch of women how endearing you know (laughs) and I felt like they were more listening to us and actually willing to talk about and ask about what we're marching for so I felt like it's a lot more I don't want to say more legitimate but it's definitely a lot more serious in tone, I, mean, I you, think. You've broken through that first stage where it's like, yeah. oh, this is a new thing. Yeah, definitely. Because a, a lot of people that came this year just missed last year's and they were really uh, bummed yeah. about missing last year's. Mm-hmm. And I felt like maybe they were still sort of looking if this was like a legit thing. Yeah. You know, if yeah. we were, you know, we were actually marching for the right cause or, or are we just following the trends or whatever it is. But people know, like, no, we're actually we're actually a serious thing Mm -hmm. and we're not here to just be reactionary or whatever it's you know these are um indonesian women 
men and women who deeply care about women's issues in Indonesia, who are willing to go out there and express themselves despite the political climate right now, which I think is something to be commended for. Whenever people ask me the question of why um, Women's March is important is because we realize that we've been too negligent of what activism and going out there and doing something to raise awareness is a real big deal. Mm-hmm. And we've taken things for granted, I feel. And we think that because Indonesia is um, democracy now, that there won't be injustice or it's easier to speak out of your opinions and your politics or your own politics, but it's not true. And I felt like, you know, I don't want to name any organizations or names, but I felt like we don't actually realize how systematic the other side are fashioned Mm -hmm. in why they're able to garner so much mass support and attention from the Indonesian public in terms of very extremist and bigoted views. Yeah. So I felt like this was really important for us to actually gather together um, people who are, you know, open-minded and I don't want to say left-leaning <laughs> because I'm going to say left-leaning. Okay. But because they always say like liberal, like it's a bad thing. Right. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Like, you know, I guess, I guess this is, you know, related to it. I mean, like we believe on people being able to be themselves. And I felt like we have to gather together because we've always been just pockets here and there and we've never really gathered together and shown our might as they have. Yeah, totally. I think it's it's totally great to show not only to the community itself that there is such a sizable gathering that's Mm. possible, but also to the other side. Yeah. You know, this community cares enough to show up in these numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And fight for these rights. Exactly. And I feel like we've ignored that. We've ignored the importance of Mm -hmm. showing ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because how else are going to be, like, how else is DPR going to understand, our parliament, sorry, going to understand that of different sides to a story or different sides to uh, legislation, if we're never lobbying there, yeah. we're never there. And they're always there. They they build a whole campaign, I want to say smear campaign, against different legislation that could be very beneficial to us. For example, UU PKS, which is um, against uh, sexual violence, and they wanna they wanna bastardize it in a way to say that it's more about the sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. A kind of moral law instead of yeah. actual like yeah exactly law victims. exactly yeah they want to say sex is inherently bad therefore you should not have sex mm-hmm. to avoid sexual violence so yeah so forth and so forth but anyways like I don't want to be negative but how are they supposed to know if we're never there yeah. if we they don't hear the other side so I think this is this is a start of us being a lot more frontal mm-hmm. about our fight and being there and occupying spaces that they're occupying and getting our message out.
teman-teman semuanya yang saya cintai, yang saya kasihi. Selang sekali kita bisa berpawai pada siang hari ini berkampanye untuk kesetaraan melawan diskriminasi. Puisi yang saya bacakan hari ini saya dedikasikan untuk para penyintas juga para pendamping yang selama ini telah bekerja begitu keras. Ingat kawan-kawan kita harus mengawal agar RUU penghapusan kekerasan seksual disahkan. Setuju? Puisi saya berjudul Suaraku. From last year's march, which I think was only happening in Jakarta and Jogja. Yes. This year's march is happening in many more cities than. Twelve, to be exact. How has that? You know, can you talk a little bit about how that has grown beyond Jakarta and Jogja and like the island of Java? I think it's so important because people always. People have always seen Women's March as a very bourgeoisie, intellectual, sort of like, oh... Big city kind of like... Big thing. city kind of thing, you know, you're so liberal, etc., etc. You're you're living out in the big city and obviously you have the privilege to have that kind of mindset and whatever. And But to see that it's gone to remote places like Sumba, Tondano, mm-hmm. Kupang... I mean, I mean, they're big cities on their own right, obviously, in the area. But in comparison to Jakarta, that has like 12, 13 million people, yeah. you know, to have a movement flourish there is so moving. Mm-hmm. And um, so we have a Women's March in Indonesia group yeah. uh, that we share, like all the coordinators, all the organizing committee are sharing pictures, sharing what we're going through and stuff. And the pictures that are always moving are those in the more remote places, non-urban places. Mm-hmm. They just gather in a, in the simple municipal building that they borrow from the local government and they're all wearing still traditional clothing and stuff. And it's just like, wow, this is a movement that really transcends socioeconomic, racial background. And it's just really amazing to see. And I think it's a, so important to show to people that this is not just, you know, this, this is not just left-leaning student sort of whitewash western influence gathering of people but it's more than that it's it's every indonesian woman can relate to the issues that we raise Mm -hmm. and i think it gives us a little bit more legitimacy as well to see that it has spread to different places all the way from the very conservative lampung for example to sumba and remote sumba and yeah, it's been really wonderful to see them act there. And those are local communities themselves who start the march, right? It's not like you're sending people... No, no, we're not sending there. Those are actually local people. I mean, yes, they are, there are... I mean, those who start are actual activists there mm-hmm. who's worked there in women's issues. But we push them, hey, do you want to start a women's march? But yeah. actually, a lot of them also came to us and said, hey, we want to start our own women's march here can you support us? Mm-hmm. And we're like, absolutely. We know some people there, you know, a lot of activists here know other people there and we would link them up so they can come together, different communities and organization. So, you know, they look up to us, absolutely. Um, they're a little bit nervous. They always ask us on, you know, even something as simple as a template for <laughs> letters. Yeah. But it's okay, you know, it's all starting out and we're like, we're more than happy to support all of you. Mm-hmm. And I guess in a way, Women's March Jakarta has become like, obviously the bigger sister yeah. to all of them. And we're ready to help them in any way that we can. But we do stress that 
all the women's march has to be contextual to the area. Of course. Yeah. And that's amazing because, you know, anybody who knows Indonesia knows that the issues of each city, of each region are very different. Like, the issues people are fighting for in Jakarta are not necessarily the same as people fighting for in Sumba, yeah. in Tondano. So getting the marches to really be talking about the issues of the local people and the yeah. local community is amazing. Yeah, for example, in Sumba, they focus a lot on child marriages. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really sad to see because there's actually a lot of kids um, marching in Sumba. Wow. And um, there's this one picture where a young girl and a young man, young boy, maybe like 12, 13, is uh, wearing bridal Oh my goodness, bridal outfits. Bridal outfits, and it was very confrontational, but it really shows that it's a huge issue in Sumba. Yeah. And their poster read, Mom, my womb is not ready yet to bear children. Mm-hmm. So, And the other says that, Dad, I'm not ready to lead a family. I still want to go to school. Yeah. And it just, it's so confrontational, but it's really effective. It's so and brave yeah, of them. To it's out. very brave of them. Yeah. We actually wanted to do something like that. But we weren't brave enough. The kids are always braver, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. As, as we've seen happening uh, all across the world right now, the younger generation are kind of fearless. Mm. And and I feel weird saying that because you know we're not that old either. We're not that old, yeah. <laughs> uh, according to UN, we're still young adults young adult, until thirty four. Right, time. <laughs> but it's amazing to see them coming out and really fighting for their future. Yeah. The kind of world they want to live in, the kind of environment they want to live in. Yeah, I think. Everyone should be proactive mm-hmm. in it. I don't think anyone can be... If you live in a democracy, I mean, <laughs> you have to be... You have to involve yourself yeah. in the kind of community that you want to live in. Mm-hmm. You can't be passive mm-hmm. in it. And I think that a lot of people have become passive. Yeah. You know, if you compare yourself to the activism in the 60s and 70s, I feel like, I felt like the younger generation has sort of forgotten the roots of the youth of previous history where they're out there, they're fighting. Maybe we're not fighting for the same things or unfortunately some of it is the same (laughs) things, which is really depressing. Uh, But I think we have to really mobilize the youth into realizing like a legacy of the youth throughout history and always becoming change makers. You know, I actually received a message today on um, Instagram that said, thank you so much for organizing it. And I said, it was an anonymous person. And I said, oh, thank you for coming and supporting. And he was like, I actually didn't come. I felt like I'm a coward because I was too scared to go out there and reveal myself. And I said, well, that's okay. I guess maybe next year, I said. But I guess there are still people who feel like that, feel like there is no safe space for them. But we want to show to people that Women's March, again and again, is a safe space for people to express themselves. Those who don't fit in in Indonesian societal norm. And I think Women's March has provided that for them. And they've been so thankful. Their reaction has always been like, this is so cool. Like, I'm so glad you guys did this. I can't believe there's a Women's March in Indonesia. And I felt like they always felt alone, maybe, in their opinions. And I think... For them to see other people thinking the same way as them has been so good for their self-esteem as well and confidence. Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing. Because we're women, 
it's boring or it's repetitious. And we're the first to get the sack. And what we look like is more important than what we do. And if we get raped, it's our fault. And if we get bashed, we must have provoked it. And if we raise our voices like everyone here, we're told that we're nagging bitches. And if we enjoy sex... Now that, you know, you've gone through the first year, last year, the yeah. inaugural year, yeah. and this is like, you know, your, your second year, the sophomore yeah. album kind yeah. of feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've survived. Yes. You've survived swimmingly. Yes. What sort of like the plans for the future of Women's March, you know, as you grow older, as, as more cities might participate, yep. you know, yep. a bigger community is coming up. What are your thoughts about it? Well, actually, I want to remind people that Women's March was initiated by Jakarta Feminist Discussion Group shout because, out. shout out, because a lot of media is getting it wrong <laughs> and saying Komnas Perempuan is holding this. And we were just not having it because... A lot of people just had no idea that this little Facebook group could do some big things. Yes. You know? And I think the future of Women's March is sort of hand in hand with Jakarta Feminist Discussion Group as well, in that we want to be actually a legitimate body. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe sometime in the next year, we're going to be like a full fledged organization, mm -hmm. certificates, paperwork, and everything. All that, uh, fun stuff. all that fun stuff, but we might have an office and stuff, so they might be cool. Um, but so that people can actually recognize us as an actual organization mm -hmm. because people are a bit confused. You know, they were like, wow, who is actually starting this? Yeah. You know, so the future of Women's March, I think, is hand in hand with our future as well. So we hope Women's March can be something that is expected an annual celebration even we hope maybe the local government as in jakarta government would be they would anticipate that we're always going to happen every year yeah sort of like more of a celebration than anything mm -hmm. at least that's my dream mm -hmm. so we don't have to like constantly every year beg to the policeman like let us march <laughs> and, and be scared for your survival <laughs> and be scared for our survival mm -hmm. so i think we just want to be more accepted not mm -hmm. just a one-off thing every now and then and hopefully across indonesia as well in different across cities. indonesia is, yeah. is like i feel like they were actually scared to march but once they saw pictures of jakarta they were just moved mm -hmm. so we can just be the start of new wave of activism it's really exciting to see this next wave of activists growing very organically mm. alongside the technology right alongside yeah. the digital landscape we're in right now and being able to connect people from all across the yeah. nation yeah. for this cause. Oh, believe me, I don't think this would have happened without technology, without social media. I am a big millennial and I am <laughs> super for the internet because, my God, I have no idea if I have to do a meeting every two days just to talk about what we're going to do in Women's March yeah. because WhatsApp has been... Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it's like a it's like a free meeting space. <laughs> exactly. Especially with Jakarta traffic. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, you still have to meet people, but it, I think it's made it really easy for activism to happen and organize, you know, for yeah. talking seriously. And the discussions that happen online can now very well be translated offline into these... Yeah. Into things like the Women's March. Yeah. And that's really amazing. And yeah. long may it continue. Yes.
Thank you so much. Yay! Thank you for having this interview with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Sorry, Steph isn't around. We'll, we'll give our best to Stephanie. Also, actually, shout out to Stephanie because she's the one who uh, introduced me to this wonderful world of Jakarta Feminist Discussion Group girls. She left, and I <laughs> became a full-fledged member. <laughs> hey, it, like, all turned, it all turned out. Well. All turned out for the best. She left, and I kind of replaced her <laughs> and filled the void there. But yeah, thank you, Steph. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find more information and resources of whatever we talked about on our website, delica.id. Music credits to John Dealey, Lee Rosevere, and of course, Broke for Free. If you like what you hear and want to support us, please review our podcast on the Apple Podcast app or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. And please share our podcast with your friends. It's the best way to spread the word about Dialogica. If you want to get more involved, we'd love to hear from you. Our email is dialogicapodcast at gmail.com or just shoot us a message on our Facebook page. You can also find us on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and our Twitter. Please follow us on these various platforms. Our Twitter handle is at dialogicapod. Also, follow me on Twitter. It's Steph Tank. That's S-T-E-P-H-T-A-N-G-K. Thank you again and see you guys next time. Bye!